Welcome to the break room, everybody listening. Um, today, me and Thomas got special guests with us. Our boy. Uh, you guys don't know who I am, but you guys will probably after this. It's Julius, a.k.a. Um, Ojiggies as an artist name, but I like to be called by my real name, Julius. Um, nice. Thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to come here and, you know, spend the time and have a chat. And it's a blessing, bro. It's all a blessing to be here. For real. Yo, Word. we see it the same way. We Facts. see it the same way. Amen. We love to bring people on here with their own type of thought process. You know, everybody has their own thought process at the end of the day. But, you know, we're in a world where a lot of people conform to other people's thought process more than wonder what their own is. So, mm-hmm. you know, I met you. I thought you were a really interesting person. Really cool dude. I'm sure Thomas thinks the same thing. It's funny, he met me, no, he was talking to the homies at Lost in the Rack, shout out Jared, Sean, Keith, Facts. Elo, Preem, everybody, even Angelo, and we'll make sure I'm not forgetting anybody, Facts. but he was there talking with them, and I was just doing in the cut, like, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying, him and his other boy, uh, they were just talking to uh, Jared and talking about future things, but I'm not going to spoil the plans, let me know. Right. <laughs> but yeah. And you know what's crazy, I saw your art at the spot. Mm. And I'm like, yo, this shit's kind of nice. Like, this is <laughs> yeah, no idea knowing their shit. And I'm like, yeah, I'd actually buy this. Like, this is pretty far. <laughs> nah, no lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right before you came in, you know, if we bring somebody in, we gotta at least take some type of look at what they do and yeah, yeah. you know, their social media, whatever. Mm-hmm. And this dude Thomas was just telling me, like, bro, if I was rich, I would have this in like my room. Yeah, I shit. so would, bro. Yeah. This is, your work is mad nice. Nah, bro, thank you. That's- I like the little detail you put into it. Like, I saw the reel someone posted of, like, unboxing mm-hmm. something you sent to them, like a piece oh, of work. Oh, I know you're talking about. My girl Blue from New York, yo. Blue and, like, just, baby. I just like the little thing, like, you drew on the outside of the box, like, little things like that. Like, Yo, but can I tell you something about that box, though? Yeah. yeah. So I went to Home Depot. No, at first I went to Staples, and they didn't have, like, the correct size. Bro, it's so hard to find boxes. Or maybe I'm just not looking the right places. I think you told me that, actually. I too. had to find, like, the right box. Well, I didn't even find the right box. I was going through Staples. I'm like, hey, like, do you guys have boxes set for a canvas that's about, uh, I think it was uh, 20, a 24 by 16 or some shit like that? And you're like, yeah, bro. Bro sends me, like, a fucking moving box. I'm like, the fuck am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> like, bro, like, did you not hear what I said? Right. <laughs> like, but, I'm, but I, you know, I didn't come crazy. I'm very, like, reserved and respectful. I'm like, yeah. I, I don't think you heard what I said, but all right, I'm going to cool, take it. So what I did with the box is I ended up, like, just cutting one half of it and folding it over, taking another side of a box, cutting it, and then, like, impromptu, just making my own box. Because it's like, I'm not trying to pay extra money to go to, like... Or go to uh, the post office, pay extra money for some shit, and then it's like, like I'm not trying to do all that. Or so I just impromptu just cut out the measurements. Like, all right, cool. This is exactly going to fit. You know what I mean? Got to right. work with what you got. Yeah. No, seriously. that's I'm heavy on that, bro. Yo. And, bro, I feel like that goes into what I was going to say. Bro, your clips are mad clean. Like, we're trying to get better with our clips ourselves. Mm-hmm. You what know? do you mean? Like video clips? Yeah, like on Instagram, you know how they dedicate like a whole part like little of your videos you do. To clips oh yeah, and yeah, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, what do you like? What video? Like, can you give me an example? Because that one, like, you, okay. So let me one, pull out my phone right now. You had one right where like it was the figure, and you just kept doing little angles from him, and it was like outside. Then you put the music in the back, with oh, the trees. Yeah. Oh, are you talking about the uh, the 3D thing? I mean, yeah. not 3D thing. It was like a, yeah, like I don't it know. It was kind of 3D. The clay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I really watch a lot of like 
skate videos and stuff like that. So a lot of the shit is kind of like uncut. Just I don't know. Like I don't know. I don't think too hard about it. I just kind of feel like what's what should look right. Just get straight to the point and that's it. Like yeah. I mean, it's all about just knowing the timing of chopping and cutting. I mean, I'm not super big on video editing, but I know all you need to really know without the crazy, super, like, glitchy editing and all that shit, just know how to chop and cut. That That's it. Like, just know sequencing and know, like, the, uh, your, just know your composition. Honestly, yeah. it goes into everything. Once you know your composition and, like, you have your master, like, I don't know how it is in video, but I think it's, like, once you know your, your rule of thirds, your master shot, your center shot, some shit like that, once you know, like, that basic shit it's easy right because you know I mean? if, yeah, yeah. if you're setting up a video where it's like if you're starting with a rule of thirds here like this is right here and then you have this rest of the frame then your next your next scene should be the middle like center and then right. your next scene should be you know what i'm saying yeah so just learning how to compile and compose your 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 shots that's really it <laughs> yeah no no, no. or give yeah, us a, li- a little lesson there yeah yeah right and i feel like like it's like that with everything, you know. You kind of mm-hmm. have to just when you're getting in something, because I know you're the type of guy who's open to a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Like you want to try a lot of different things in life, and yes. I'm like that too. And I feel like, in a way, the more I'm able to generalize something or like you know put it in my own words, say it easy, that's when I'm really getting to knowing it more. Yeah. In a way. How do you feel that you pick things up? Is it like we actually talked about this last episode with the like what type of learner are you? Oscar, yeah. Well, I watched that by the way. Yeah, I, thank I, you. Not on its own title, but I was watching just to get a, a gist of like, all right, like what's going on here? Let me got to study what's going on. Yeah, yeah. week before you yeah, feel yeah, me. Yeah, do your homework. Yeah, have to, man. Um, so I'm a very visual learner. Yeah. Um, I learn by like someone else showing me how to do something not just like telling me like you could tell me and i could like pick it up but i'm more of like let me see you do it just in case yeah you know what mm-hmm. i mean like just yeah. in case like you ride the bike first and i'll learn how to yeah do yeah yeah so like for example how i learned uh so back in high school i always had a knack for like art right but when so i was in a va- ap art and that's something that you get like selected for and shit like that. But also, in the same time, in the midst of that, my the, t- the same teacher who taught me art was my photography teacher as a as an elective. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Coach A, man. I love that dude. That dude taught me a lot. Anyways. He always <laughs> got that one teacher, right? Yeah. Yo, that was the only few teachers. Like, only, like, three teachers. But to the story, to the point, is he was teaching photography. And he was basically, like, kind of, like, making it real simple how to, like, use manual and the way he showed me, I was like, yo, what? Like, over here thinking I'm going to use math and shit. Yeah. He's like, nah, like, this, if you go, if you, the higher the number, the more you open your frame. The less this number is, the more light you. I'm like, oh, it's that easy. Because, yeah. Like, all right, cool. Like, it's like, so the same thing I taught you in art is the same thing that applies into photography, but is, except you're using real life scenarios. That's funny that he said that. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, wow. Like, Coach A, like, that's. Okay, I got you. Like, right. That's all. That's all I had need to be said. Like, all right, cool. I got you. Like, he goes. So, anything else? Just let me know, and I could I could help you. But he he simplified it. And like, for for other teachers, they would have to spend like thirty minutes, and now he simplified it in like five minutes for me. Facts. In the most simplest way, I was like, 
Hell yeah. Thank you. Like, I appreciate it. He was so take that and just and it's going to apply differently when you're doing film. Like, you kind of have to think a little bit more with film. But as opposed to like actual like cameras and stuff like that, it, it's, it's simple. Like, don't overcomplicate your shit. Don't overcomplicate. It's really easy, my friend. Like, That's how you got to see it. Like, like, I don't know how many times I talked about this already, but I'm the type of person who was not good at math. I feel like math is more for logical thinkers, like people who just be like, oh, this is that. Yeah. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But me, I'll see some numbers and I'll be like, start breathing harder and shit. <laughs> start breathing healthy. Like, shit. <laughs> Hold on. And let me roll up my sleeves. Hold on. This yeah. Hot. Like facts <laughs> though. And like I learned, I think it was last sem- yeah last semester when I was taking math, mm-hmm. and I was trying to do it for once instead of like cheating using a website or some shit. And I really learned how important it is, like. To just be like, so I see an equation on the board, and the whole time I'll be like, what the fuck does this mean? Questioning, 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 when I could really just be like, all right, that's what it is. Now what? You feel me? I see. When it comes to math, and when you put numbers and letters together, I'm like, yo, I'm opping out. Yeah. I'm like, I'm out. Like, this is not for me. I'm sorry. That's the only thing. That's the only struggle I have. Like, I didn't have the best teachers when it came to math. As much as they explained it, shit. Yeah. The only thing that school really taught me when it came to that shit was like, yo, be friends with everybody. Word. Not everybody, but like, be friends with people who you, who you wouldn't expect being friends with. Yeah. And those people will help you. Not saying in a cheating way, but... A like, network. Yeah. Like, you will, like... I don't know if you guys believe in, like, the whole, like, popular kid. There's this pop, this type of kid. There's this type of kid. There's this type of kid. There's that type of kid. Do you have those... Do you believe in that? Or do you, was there... Any like type. different types of kid, different types of groups. Yeah, yeah, Were definitely. Like, yeah, we definitely had different types. Yeah, yeah. So like, I was, I always made sure I was never the coolest kid, but I was never the like, I guess the loser. But I was just yeah. kind of in the middle. I just stuck to myself really. Yeah, I just had my three, four friends, and that was really it. Right. So, yeah, I was too. cool I with you. everybody. Like, cause I had mad family in school, so. I had cousins that played in the football team, so they were really deemed the popular kids. So then I had friends that were the regular, like you know, getting f- fucking around and shit. We could curse it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like the kids were just fucking around, making trouble, being class clown. And then I had friends that were really like studious and really about their shit. Yeah. And I had friends that were, you know, really deemed as like always got picked on, but like me and them really low key shared some shit. But they were really like the straight A students, so I was cool with them because that one thing we shared. So like I. So I had this one friend who was really like, he's one of my best friends. He moved to North Carolina and he was a math whiz, bro. Like I'm talking about no bullshit. He had the perfect score on SATs on the math. What? Bro, no bullshit. Like this kid is fucking smart. And to this day, he used to tutor me. And because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have got like at least a C. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, but he knew his shit. Like he was in calculus. He knew like, he knew all this shit for no fucking reason. Like, yo, like. Some people are just gifted at that shit, bro. Yeah. It's a blessing because, yo, I couldn't. I don't have, the, like, my brain literally, like. Overflows. Yeah. Right? Like, literally, like, shed tears and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. I literally start shedding tears because I'm like, yo, like, I don't want to do this shit no more. Like, I, I want to just. You just get mad, right? Not mad. I just get frustrated because it's like, yeah, yo, like, this shit is not going to apply to me. And after this, that's what, that was what I was more, like, hellbent on. Right. I was like, yeah. yo, this shit is not, like, am I ever going to find X to pay my bills? No. Am I ever going to find, like, the <laughs> Why? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, I'm not building a bridge. Like, I'm not doing none of this shit. Like, I don't, this does not apply to me. Can I do something else? Like, this, right. this is not fucking it. Do you feel like at this point in your life that you have things you could teach people? Um, 
I feel like yes and no. Yes, in terms of what I've learned so far in my journey, and no, because I still have way more to learn and way more to discover on my own. Yeah. Therefore, for me to like pass on that knowledge, I love giving off knowledge. I love sharing, like for example, like people who are starting off in their photography venture, and I like to give them some insight and some like more, you know, pep in their step, another perspective. Yeah, in yeah. terms of like what they're going for, what they're trying to do now, and looking like trying to give them the more end in mind mindset than it is what are you doing that you're just doing this for x y and z or speaking of perspective Mm -hmm. i want to i want to learn more like about you bro though i want to ask like like where did it begin for you like where do you feel like you grew a passion for art like yo you know what i actually want to try this i'm gonna pick up the brush and i'm gonna do this so damn (laughs) um like it is a long thing is it something you always kept in the back of your head and like type put you know like put it in the back seat like yeah i'm gonna get to it i'm gonna get to it but then one day you're like, you know, fuck, I'm going to really do this shit. Nah, so I really, so, all right, I've been the only child. So as an only child, I don't have people to talk to. I don't have people to talk to. The most close knit people were really like, I guess, my friends at the time. But even still, like behind when the doors close, you know, I'm really by myself. So a lot of shit has just been more so my child has been like in front of the TV, PlayStation, uh, watching cartoons. So, but meanwhile, me watching cartoons, I'm just really like creating this imaginary world in my mind and taking a piece of paper next to me and just like drawing as a kid, like drawing squares and drawing all this, just getting my yeah. shit out there. Yeah. And <clears throat> I've always been drawn since I was a kid, nothing like crazy or anything, but I've always, like I said, I've always been in tune with like just watching Toonami, watching Nickelodeon, watching Cartoon Network, watching Boomerang, watching yeah. like anything cartoon. I'm so, so you'd definitely say like the creativity aspect came from like all the movies you would see the cartoons mm-hmm. like these little mm-hmm. things i definitely see where that came from yeah another thing too like where did that figure you make like what was the inspiration for the figure you make the iconic one you do um it just happened naturally it wasn't even on some like because i had some shit before it i was drawing like this little like skull character he had like a little scully a scully on it i used to call him scully it's so stupid but it, <laughs> it had to start somewhere you know yeah, yeah um, but that was only because like after high school, I graduated 2014. So like when in that senior year, when I was doing art, I was really learning fundamentals. And then after I graduated, I was really I got into photography that same year. Like like I said, it goes back to what I said. I had the same teacher who taught me art and photography. Hell yeah. So I, I was really like into photography and really like into that aspect of like putting implementing all the shit that I learned from art and putting it into real life. But um, <clears throat> I've been doing that shit. I really started taking it serious around 2018, 19, before I got fired from um, AMC because that was when I really like had something c- cemented and really like, all right, I really want to take this concentration and like actually go far, at least see how far I can go with it. Because at the time, I kind of just opted out of photography, not because I was bored of it, but because it's other reasons. But I was like, yo, like I could just like show another side of myself. And I think this will really work, transition really well because. You know, I could speak this other language over here really good, but I, it's not really appreciated. And this is just more of a long game. So I could just go here and just really just get back on my fundamental, get back on my rhythm, just just work on it. Because it's been literally like years since I've like t- tapped back in on it. And that's yeah. really what it is. Why did you get fired from AMC? Um, So I don't fucking know. They, they're going to say <laughs> they're going to say because of a secret shopper, a secret shopper came in and say that, oh, I let him try to give him like a deal or some shit but in reality i was actually doing a mural and uh while i was doing a mural painting while like that's how new how really like became like that's why i was like all right fuck that i'm really gonna do this shit yeah yeah it's a blessing in disguise when you think about it for real no for real like i really like thank god for that type of shit um so 
I was doing a mural there and I didn't, I think it was like borderline kind of finished. I needed to like finish something. And then they like pulled me out and said like, yeah, we got to let you go. So I'm like, yo, you know, if you guys knew that a week prior the secret shopper came in and all this happened, why would you wait until like I'm barely finished to like now fire me? So this all the timing of it all looks wild crazy. I'm just letting y'all know right now. But cool, like I'm I'm good off it. Like I don't want to come back here. I don't want to wait another three months to go reapply. Like I'm I'm good. I made my connections. I made I made my money. I spent I did my bid. Yeah. So that that's really it. Like I I served my purpose here, and that's it. And that really cemented me. Like you know what? I'm gonna just like sit home. Um, not not say not do nothing, but I'm gonna sit home and actually like get back into the make myself get back into the rhythm of drawing every day. Yeah. Getting back in the rhythm, getting myself better, and just and that's literally where I started. Just getting uh making it more make more sense. In my yeah. Craft. Definitely, like uh, immersing yourself. Yeah, you know? yeah, like you have to, bro. Like if you really want to do something, you have to like make a rhythm. You really have to like make a pattern for yourself to to you know practice and do trial and error because you're not gonna just get good overnight. You're not gonna. It's not gonna make sense unless you put the want work it in. To, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, really want it. Put to. the hours in. Why do you feel like people genuinely gravitate to your artwork? Like, do you think it's just like not to be cocky, but do you think your shit's just that good? No, I don't think it's my shit's good. I think I could get better. But I yeah. think the reason why people gravitate towards my art is because they themselves have a connection with their own personal lives. Personalized that I myself I'm not saying, but I'm saying it through my artwork. You know what I'm saying? So it's like like how musical artists like their output is music, of course, but like you relate to like whoever like a Drake song, you're like, damn, I felt that bar. Yeah. Like I see something in your work, and I'm like, damn, like <coughs> So it just hits me different. That's what I'm saying. So like it's like I said earlier, like it goes back to like being an only child. So like I don't have people to talk to. So my only way of expression was either writing something, drawing something, or just playing video games. You know what I mean? That was just the only like outlet. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I was a dead ass loner, but well, before you keep going, what are some like number ones that stick in your head when you look back like some games and movies that you're like damn yo this shit hits crazy nostalgia bro, you feel me i actually really wanted to ask that that's funny bro i still got i still got my playstation i still got the games nba street one two three damn need yeah. for speed most wanted um def jam fight for new york yes um ssx tricky smackdown versus raw um uh, melee, Smash Bros. Melee. Smack. Oh yeah, yo, Melee is my favorite game ever. Yo, I lost friends for that shit. Yo. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys remember um MLB Slugfest 2003? I remember thing like I remember those games vaguely. That was like a street MLB type thing. Yeah. You okay. Could, like, fight pitchers at the mound. You could like peg people. You could like. Oh, yeah. Man, that game was so fucking wild, but it was so fun. It didn't make no sense, but it was the art of it that made it was just beauty. Bro, those are the Tony Hawk days. I know oh, yeah, you Pro played Skater the Tony Hawk. Yeah. Shit. Pro Skater 4 was my shit, bro. For facts. But yo, what do you think about the statement um you are what you're around or you are who you hang around? Because I know you were saying you were always kind of, you know, alone not alone but i'm sure you know what i mean yeah yeah. and i feel like the more i grow personally mm -hmm. the more that statement becomes true to me because like if i look at it in like a general sense like we were talking about again mm -hmm. it's like bro if i'm around dudes 
who are always on the block, like on the at the corner store outside doing nothing, you, then that's what I'm going to be doing. You, you know what I'm saying? Nothing. You're not going to do anything constructive with your life. You're not going to be doing shit. Like, and that's that's a very true statement. Like, I've been around all types of people, all types of, you know, through photography back in early. So I've seen, like, different walks of life, hang around different walks of life. And I could tell you, bro, like, energy is very contagious and uh, influences are very contagious. And, you know, whether you choose to believe it or not, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, whether you believe it or not, yo, like, you, you know, that influences uh, your path type shit. So I would rather hang out with people who are doing constructive, doing something constructive with their life. Like right now, with the homies that are opening their own businesses, I have homies that are have already have a storefront. I already have homies that are legitimately like traveling for fun and doing all this cool shit. And you know what I'm saying. So I like to be around that type of shit. I don't want nothing personally often, but it's just I like to be around that because I like to see and witness people's growth. Like I love yeah. seeing, I love seeing people grow. Like grow in their field and just like just be taken aback because it's like wow like i've seen you from a to all the way to z like right. damn bro like you've come such a fucking long ass way i'm proud of you yeah and i love and i i can't wait when it's my turn yeah like i'm never hating on that i, like, I could never hate on someone else's growth i could never look at someone else's grass and be like damn i wish my grass was greener yeah it's always like yo like yo you're doing well for yourself bro like i know i know there's a lot of shit probably going on that you're not really speaking on but from from this side, from the outside looking in, bro, it looks great. Yeah, like you're doing great, bro. Keep going, like just keep your head up. Whatever it is, this too shall pass, bro. Bro, for real. And yo, as a person, like looking at yourself, mm-hmm. shit never. I was just thinking about that today. You can never hear or witness your art in the same beauty as another person can. Yo, that's <laughs> and it's crazy because like. Yo, you could make the best song ever and it won't sound like that to you. Or like someone else would be like, yo, the way you did this, the way you sampled that, yo, the yeah. way like, you came this song, yo, the way like, yo, I love every aspect of what you did. Like, yo. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that, bro. I don't feel that way about my art. And the way how other strangers come and say, like, yo, like, what is it what is the message behind your shit? Yo, I really, I really felt this type of way because I'm going through this and going through that. Yeah. I'm like, yo, like, I really just draw. Like, I don't Bro. Mm-hmm. You know, I was with um, I was with my boy right before this episode, right before we got here. Mm-hmm. We were talking. I was saying, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta meet somebody at two because I'm recording." And they were like, "You know who you should do? You should do this nigga." I saw his shit on Instagram. Literally, I swear, bro. <laughs> nah, he's like, lying. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, "You should do this nigga." I saw his shit on Instagram. Like, I'll really get it tattooed on me. His work. Damn. That's love, bro. The That's act- crazy. Yo, people that actually do get my shit tattooed, I'm still taken aback by that type mm-hmm. shit. Oh, I seen. I thought that was your tattoo. Is that on I, you? No, I don't have any tattoos. I was like, oh, it's cool. You got, you know, you know, you got yourself tattooed on you. That shows like you're committed. But now you're telling me this is other people, bro. There's other people from different states. I don't. Know That's these crazy. Yeah. Oh, everything. How does that feel, bro? <laughs> I mean, it's been like, happening. well, it's just like you were saying, right? Bro, like, you know what's crazy? I, and I think that's kind of, like, a, my thing, personally, where I just kind of, like, look at it. I'm just like, oh, cool. Yeah. Like, not not even on some, like, disrespectful shit. It's just like, damn, like, I got to get better. Yeah. I gotta, like, I don't, like it, it's happening, and I'm so great. Like, now, I'm getting to more in the frequency and more in the, the, the more in the, the, the great, grateful energy where it's just like, damn, I got to be, like, actually grateful for what the fuck is happening right now. Yeah. There's people that I don't fucking know, like. I mean, I mean, I talked to some of them that are on Instagram. Some of them are actually artists, but majority of them that get my shit tatted, I don't have a fucking clue who they are. I don't know where they're from. I don't know where they reside. I don't know 
a lick about him. And the fact that they're getting my shit tattooed is like, fuck, I'm doing something, I guess. Like yeah. something. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here at home, like, fuck, bro. I'm I'm going through main character syndrome. Yeah. Like, like, fuck, I gotta get out of my mom's crib. I gotta like do I gotta like do this. I gotta do that. Like, bro, like I got so much other shit. Like Bro. But I'm not really taking into account that like, yo, like Like you're not living in the moment. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like you're right about that. And yeah. it's like that's what I'm getting into. I'm like, so so to to piggyback what you're just saying, what you were asking, like, yo, this shit's kind of fucking crazy. It's like that that shit. I don't know. Like, I'm really just taken it, aback by yo, it. Like, yo, like you really fuck with me that much. Somebody you don't even fucking know. You fuck with me that much to get my shit permanently on you. It's got to mean and I'm something. I'm still like trying to grow the shit. I'm still trying to make sense of it. And you're like, yo, nah, this is it. Yeah, you're about to go. Like they're telling me all this crazy shit. I'm like, bro, you gotta chill, bro, because you don't know. That's how I'm looking. I'm like, you gotta chill, bro. Like, you know I mean? Facts. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. Like one love, bro. I hope whatever has since you got that, you know, you're but they're about to protect you. They're about to like, you know, what I'm saying, I believe in that. Take yeah, definitely. I, I like the way you look at it too. It's yeah. just like you keep saying like, nah, I could do better. It's like you're constantly always trying to outperform yourself. You're in competition with yourself, and I feel like that's what really makes you like. Like, Tom Brady's only competing with Tom Brady, you feel me? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. the way I feel like you should like it. Fuck Tom when... Brady, though. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Tom Brady. That's how you feeling? You seem like a Jets fan, bro. You're a really cool Ooh, dude. I'm not about to get involved with this conversation. Uh, I, don't, I don't watch football no more, but I used to be uh, an Eagles fan. <coughs> Boo. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I was watching... Listen, before the Eagles where they were today... I was watching Daryl Dawkins fucking German suplex people on the fucking field, and that made me a fan. I said, yeah, I like that. Nah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, word. shit happened on the field. I like it. <laughs> Yo, is there, you know, speaking of the Eagles, Philadelphia and shit, mm-hmm. are you a city person, or are you like an open land type of person, suburbs? Um, I kind of want to say, I, you know what's crazy? I feel like I have anxiety when it comes to like being in the city and all. Like, I've been in New York a few times, a couple times, um, you know, not not a couple times. I've been a lot of times. And I feel like I could really, I think I could do well in the city, but I feel like I could really just be more at peace, just open land, just reserve, looking, just being able to walk out my door and look at some fucking mountains, maybe just like frolic with the gazelles and shit. Yeah, know. word, word, word. Shit. You definitely strike me as a type of guy like that. Like 20 <laughs> minutes, 30, an hour out the city and like have his own little ranch. Yeah, like That's I just want to be able to like paint. On your Rick Ross shit with the bulls and shit. Yo, Rick Ross is my spirit animal. So like, <laughs> Yo, Rick Ross. I ain't gonna hold you. Like, he, like, he's been my spirit animal. But like, nah, like, I just feel like open land is cool, but I I, I could deal with some city shit. But you have a balance. Yeah, it's a balance, I think. But I feel like too much people, too much noise is like, it over it overrides me to, at some point. It's just like, okay, it's too much going on. I kind of want to just be away from people. I don't want to like be bothered. I don't want nobody like doing all this I don't want to. I, I don't like it. Like, yeah, it gets annoying at some point. You know what Word. I mean? I have a. Uh, I feel like I also have a not low social meter because I could go, especially with practice. You know what I'm saying? But there definitely comes a point where, and I feel like I got this from not being alone because I always had a sister and whatnot. But she was way older than me, mm. so it was kind of saying that. She's like yeah. ten years older than you. Yeah, yeah, ten years older than me. So when she was in high school, I was in like fifth grade. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So there was that. I I felt like I was always even before I could remember. I was always like a a silent type of dude. Mm-hmm. You Which know, really visual. I'd rather really see what's going on. Exactly. That's the most important thing. Like, yeah. Like you really learn more when. You, um, you shut the fuck up and just watch. Yeah. Like, you you learn more about people. You learn 
other people's mistakes. You learn about, you literally learn everything just by watching people. Yeah. And just observing the room. Facts. And I feel like I was kind of for not like I kind of forced myself to do that because I was so damn shy. I couldn't get shit out. Mm-hmm. So what else is there to do? You know, I'm a think <laughs> yeah. I'm a think and I'm a look at people. And last episode, I did a Jay-Z impression. That's how I'm so good at shit like that, because I <laughs> I really just it's like watch people. <laughs> shit, I'm from Marshy. <laughs> but yeah, that, <laughs> it's like I just like watching things. And I feel like that also made me like um, like not in the moment kind of like mm-hmm. like I'm just seeing the moment happen right in front of me on the screen. Yeah. You know, I'm like shit is not real. A lot of times. So it's hard for me to react to things. Like when I was a kid, I used to get Christmas gifts and they would be like, why aren't you excited? But I would be excited as hell like this. Oh, like in the inside. You, you're you mad know what I'm saying? You're yeah. You're taking it at face value, but it's like you don't know how to like express it. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah like I'm not going to say yay. Like I don't I don't know. It's I used just, to find that. I'm not going to lie. Just just off you saying that I don't feel alone because I used to feel like that. I used to question people's like behaviors like why are we excited for this why is everyone acting a certain way for this thing right here like i don't i don't see why we should do that i'm right. like that for, i'm like that for birthdays yo i don't like celebrating my own birthday people are like, really like i oh. like now i get it like you know i appreciate when people tell me happy birthday but don't go like do the most for, like i don't know i like to be yo, low-key remember yo bro yeah happy birthday bro remember that time where we like ducked your face in the cake and like yeah martin came in and shit like we spilled the cake a little you know oh bro you like yeah bro <laughs> time out cut it yeah, yeah, yeah like shh, bro, chill out like nah yeah i i i'm not gonna say i hate them but that shit where people like stop fucking with you because you don't say happy birthday yo, or that is a mental health problem. Or like, like grow up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Grow up. You got to stay away from people like that. I can't. Bro, if someone doesn't tell me happy birthday, it's like. It is what it is, bro. Like, yeah, it is what it is. Like, I'm not sitting here. Like, bro, I'm not about to cut you off because you didn't tell me happy birthday. I'm not about to not fuck with you because you didn't tell me happy. I can care fucking less. Word. Like, Hold some grudge or some shit. Yeah, like that, that, those type of people are scary. <laughs> those Word. Those are fucking scary to me. Because. Like, why do you yeah. feel like that? That's a red flag. <laughs> yeah. That's a red flag. Like, why do you feel like that? <laughs> you all right? Like, you want to talk about it, bro? Like, nah. <laughs> for real, for real. But, like. You know, I get what some people say. Like, life is short. You got to appreciate people while you can. But Ooh, I got something to say. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. I was just going to say, like, it is true. Mm-hmm. But, you know, everybody has a different way of appreciating things while they're here. Because life is different to everybody. Everybody has a different meaning to life. So Amen. how are you going to tell me what I'm doing is wrong because it's not what you're doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I want to share a perspective uh, this video I was watching about this guy who who doesn't work a regular job, but he li- well, he works remote, not remote jobs. He works uh, jobs where, um, you know, he, he'll go to recreational places. I forget what it is. I forget the whole thing, but I'll, I'll send you the link. I know it, his name is uh, Timothy Ward. Okay. Um, that sounds a mad professional. That's <laughs> yeah, like a professional as name. Timothy yeah, yeah. Ward. So the guy, he had this video when I watched a couple of days ago, and I wanted to like since you were talking about people have like a short, you know, life is short. He said the average person lives to about 78 and a half years old, 78, 77, something around that. Yeah. So on average, we have about, obviously we all know about the 10,000 hour rule, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So he says on average, we have about 420,000, yeah, 420,000, 
four two zero 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 hours left to live. Um, with that being said, that's not a lot of time. It's not. That you put the, write that on a piece of paper. That's not a lot. So I'm saying that to say, like, his point was, you know, in order, this life is really fucking short and really fragile. So within this time frame, you know, we could, you know, put things off that we really wanted to do and just to go work this two jobs and shit like that. But really, what if, you know, you do that as an example, what if you do that for too long and, you know, and you get to some point in age where it's like you're not really innate and up to do the thing that you really want to do now because yeah. you put that thing to the side to go do this thing, you know, and that kind of like, that kind of got me thinking like, yeah, like how do you feel about that ideology? How do y'all feel like with me saying that? Like it reminds me of this thing that I used to hear from like when I used to watch Sopranos and like mafia shit. Mm-hmm. It's this thing called Memento Mori. And basically it means like you have a time left before you die. Yeah. And it's like a countdown till you die. So it's always a constant reminder, Memento Mori. You'll remember you're gonna die soon so live it up or yeah. like you know what i mean like that type yeah. shit and with that being said it's like he also brought a point like so you know you got to keep the end in mind what do you want to like before you die what do you want to be remembered for what yeah. do you want to leave behind and that's what i was thinking to me that was like fuck bro like that's exactly how i've been feeling like for him to say that shit i was like i think that's a good perspective to bring up here and i was kind of holding it for like a whole week not when we were talking at the, at the event i was like I'm, I'm not gonna say that I'm not gonna bring it up to him. Then I'm just gonna wait. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like that's the time. Like you gotta yeah. hold it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not. I was watching it. I was like, damn, like that's exactly like to keep the end in mind is so important. But yeah, I wanted to bring that up. What how you feel about that? Like having 420 thousand hours left to live. So doesn't sound like a lot. It mm-hmm. doesn't sound like a lot. But I feel like it's it's all about how you choose to live it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like questions. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I doing right now? What do I want to leave with are so important. And more like before anything, really, I feel like a lot of people need to ask themselves these type of questions more. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are scared of confronting anything. So it makes it that much harder to confront yourself. Yeah. But you can't grow if you're not asking yourself, what do I want to do? How am I going to do it? You know what I'm saying? Everything needs a a call to action. Like people say all these nice things about what they want to do often mm-hmm. and then they put no action behind it. Yeah, and they blame everything and then be in a bad mood when the shit don't work out, but they didn't they themselves like everything is cause and effect. Like how do you expect shit to happen if you're not putting in putting that no effort behind it? Right. Like, how do you expect, you know, as an example, like, how do you expect to be a renowned artist if you're not working on your craft? Like, how do you expect people to take you serious if you don't take yourself fucking serious? You That's know? a big, any, big thing any respective route. Like, how do you, like, if you don't think you're the shit, you ain't going to be shit to nobody. Yeah. You know, type of shit? That's just the ideology of shit. Like, and, you know, keeping the end in mind, I want to be, just be remembered because I know I'm going to fucking die. Yeah. And when I die. What am I going to have left? I don't I don't want to be remembered for, oh, he was a hard worker. He put on the hours in fucking CVS or Amazon or whatever. The Hell fuck. no. Like, we're uh, just a number. Yeah, exactly. Yo, you're just literally the number on Uncle Sam's roster. You know what I'm saying? Word. So I want to be remembered like, yo, when I die, I want to be remembered for like, yo, like not only was he an artist, but he was like, he helped a community of people. Like, yo, he had landmarks of his statues and he people flew out and really got together and people, he really helped people. You know, that were going through some shit, really, like, his art brought people, like, brought that out of people that don't yeah. want to speak about it to other people. He put it into his artwork or so on and so forth. Like, he he did this. He opened up this building. He opened up that. He did this. He did. That's what I want to be remembered for, at least, because, 
life is short. Like this shit, you know, it could just go. Yeah, like I could die tomorrow, but at least like I have a you know art left behind and like been yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like I want to be remembered for some shit, and I don't want to go out, you know, not like doing something that I didn't want to do. Yeah. Like I, my whole upbringing was very more more so like being an artist or being creative wasn't really not as respected, but it wasn't. Um, really normal or like a reality, right? Yeah. So, like, take it as an example. Like, I'll give you a great example. Um, personally, you know, my mom. Shout out to my mother. I love you, mom. <laughs> shout out, mom Dukes. Mom Dukes, man. My mom's been a worker since fourteen years old, right? Wow. And that's that's crazy. And I always and I admire that because that's a that's a that's yo that's wild. It's in crazy, my opinion. especially crazy like back in like you know early days before phones and technology really evolved like yo we were working since you were 14 up until now bro i couldn't imagine like all that how much is like you had to sacrifice and shit that you could have really done so it's like i look at that work ethic i'm like you know i could take that same ethic that you know she has yeah and transmute into something else like even so like my father was a really like creative even though we're not really we don't get along he's not in the picture like that yeah but he was a uh he was a uh, tailor. Like, he could make dresses. He could make all this shit. So he really had that creative side in him. Like, he could just draw something up. Nice. If you asked him to make a fucking suit, he could make it and, like, bang it out in three days. That's really interesting, man. Yeah. Like, he could bang it out. And, like, that's where I got that creative side. I'm like, all right. I'd rather take my mom's work, hustle, work ethic, and take my dad's creativity and put it into something that I know that could, you know, transmute it and put it, that I know that I could put it into something and that could be really, you know, beneficiary to not only myself but for my family and you know give them a different perspective a different paradigm shift of what life really truly is to me like it's gonna take me a while but i know that it's gonna the payoff is gonna be way worth yeah, it it's while. great it's great you know what i mean do you um because i know we were talking about how much more time we all have to live and whatnot mm. do you feel like you think about death a lot yeah all the time i've realized that Life is fragile, bro. I could literally die in my sleep tonight. Mm-hmm. God forbid, you know what I'm saying? God forbid. Yeah. But, you know, to me, that keeps me going because that that fuels me because it's like, all right, while I'm here on this earth doing my bid on earth, I'm going to just make pieces. I'm going to, you know, obviously have my experiences, have my fun. But, I, but you know, I really want to cement myself as not only I just want to do something and make myself proud and not just do something that. Is mundane, boring, and something that I that, that doesn't really like. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be labeled as just, oh yeah, he was just a hard worker. Yeah, you don't want to look back. Yeah, you know he had a cool little house, blah blah blah. You know, what I'm like that sounds boring, bro. You don't want to look back and feel like you wasted your yeah, time. Yeah, like I don't want to look back and be like, damn, I didn't even do the things that I really wanted to do, and that, yeah. that bothers me. Like that genuinely fucking bothers me. Like not being able to do the things that I want to do, or not even working towards the things that I want to do. Like, yeah, even like it, it's. Why? Because they're you feel like the regret's gonna be much worse than like yeah looking yeah, back because it's like imagine you know what I'm saying you imagine you you okay for you're about to go yeah like imagine you guys are doing the break room podcast right and you guys put it off for about a year or two because oh you're not you're not seeing the the views you're not seeing the numbers or whatever the case so you guys you know end up working some regular shit and then you guys end up forgetting about it and then you guys are so caught up into the work life or whatever it is that your other other things outside of it that you're trying to do and you know you guys realize how that you know you guys are in your bed or you guys are in whatever this point state of mind where it's like damn 
Now, what if I really like we continue this shit despite all this bullshit, despite all the obstacles that that came to us? Like, damn, what if we just kept continuing? What would what would have happened? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Who we would have met? What other space would we would have had? Or you know, what other people we could have met from this? Like, there's so right. many possibilities. There's so many questions that go unanswered, and that leaves that that thing in the back of my mind. Like, fuck. Like, I should like what if? Fuck. Yeah, and I hate what if. Yeah. I hate what if. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, me neither. I don't like that. Like, that that's the thing that bothered me when I when I was getting forced to like, yo, go work this fucking job. Or when I was working a job, I'm like, bro, like. Bro, I could be fucking home right now and fucking banging out these ideas. Yeah. I'm over here, like, letting ideas fizzle. I got no, like, post-it notes around me. I got nothing around me to, like, at least draw or sketch out. Like, yeah. fuck. So, lately, you haven't been working? Nah. So, I've been doing some side hustling, which is, like, Uber and door dashing. And, you know, I'm not right. going to admit that shit because it's, like, I, I prefer that than sitting in an office for eight hours a day. Because Definitely. at least, like, when I'm driving, I could just stop, write some notes down, or I could go back home real quick draw a sketch out and then go back out and be like all right cool like let me like do this real quick right you know what I'm it's saying? all in your own time yeah, exactly and it's like it, it's very easy to get caught up in like the rat race and shit and like you know you we only have so many hours we, you know we all have the same 24 hours but at the same time like bro like on average after coming out or coming home after an eight hour shift you only realistically have about five to like three to five hours to really like get done to do your side hustle or yeah. things you really want to do. Cause you know, you, once you get home, you got to shower, you got to, you got to prep your food or maybe you got to do some laundry or some shit. Bro, that takes, that's a lot of fucking time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you only have about what? Like two, three hours to fucking sleep. Like, and then you got to redo that shit over again. And then I don't know for, I don't know about anyone else, but for me, I, once I start feeling like I live somewhere or I, once I feel like, all right, I feel like I live here, I'm, I hop out. I'm out. Yeah, I li- I don't like to be controlled by things. Yeah, I all. seen this post. It was like, how are you gonna work eight to ten hour shifts, mm-hmm. but not go home and do your own side hustle? Like, yeah. how are you putting in more work for someone else's business, but not your own shit? Yeah, and it's like you don't even have enough time. Like, you only have about like five, like barely five hours. Like, if you get your shit done, you could probably have like four and a half hours, maybe. You know what I'm saying, but that's not enough time because you just kind of like. It's like ten percent of really what you're trying to grow, and then you're really putting like ninety percent of someone else's shit. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not it's not a fair trade off. Yeah, on I want to change like the tone of this a little bit, and I'm very curious to ask like the business aspect of being like an artist. Mm. So what's that like? Like when you when you sell some of your work, do you plan in your head like, okay, I'm gonna make X amount of these, and then I'm gonna sell? Like, how does it work? You make one of ones, like so. I used to care about trying to sell people shit, and then I realized up until the point, I'm like, uh, I kind of want to just do this thing. So the, there's this term in art and APR where it's called, uh, I, th- I want to say a, it's concentration, but I know there's another there's another one. Like the but flow I, state? No, 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 no. Mm. That's a, We'll get into that one. <laughs> but no, concentration is, basi- concentration is basically just doing this one subject, but in different mediums. But for my, but my meaning of it is like my concentration is really doing this and doing multiple pieces of it and growing with it and like getting better with my penmanship, getting better than my, my artistic style, getting better just overall in every aspect of that realm I'm trying to focus on. So when I was making money off of it, I was doing commissions for other people, it was, whether it was like covers, whether it was flyers and shit like that. And then I realized at some point I was like, all right, I don't mind doing it. But the only thing I kind of don't like doing is politicking back and forth. So it's yeah. like, I always ran into mostly like I had a lot of good clientele. Don't get me wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah. What did you mean by that politicking? 
Like, you mean doing, like, the, the sale of it? Like, the business? Yeah, like, like trying oh, to this get is people to, like, see your worth and trying to get people to, like, yo, like, this is my price. This is that. Oh, like, okay. Is that why you think there's, like, uh, these galleries, in a sense? What do you mean? Like, okay, like, I'm going to give you an example. Like, like Cause or, mm-hmm. you know, George Kondo? Yeah. George Kondo, he, I'm a fan of his art. He is someone who hires a gallery to do the business for them. He just does the work, and the gallery will be like, okay, this is your work. This is what you want to put out. Okay, cool. We'll put it on display. We'll do. We'll handle the back end. Yeah. You just do your work. We'll handle the back end. That's what I was kind of thinking. Like, that, maybe you'd be interested in That would be awesome. That's the thing. That's how, that's how it works galleries for, like, the big, big artists. Yeah, yeah. galleries are kind of sketchy, though. Yeah. No, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like, it's just like... they I'm, fuck a lot of, like, artists, though. Like, some galleries will, like... Like, yeah, we get your shit up there, but you know, we'll we'll take in like sixty and you get forty. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, I, but that's the thing. Like, so oh, fuck, what was the fuck what was I gonna answer? Oh my god, I just had a brain fart middle No, uh, yeah, you were this talking, always happens. You yeah. wanna you don't want a politic and then they're yeah, yeah, asked, so, like, like the what do you poli- mean by politics? Yeah, so like the politic aspect was like I I really don't wanna like convince somebody what my worth is, and that's mostly what it was going down to. Like, so if I said, yo, my starting price is three hundred, that's because I'm taking time out of my day to stop my personal projects, to do your project, to spend one, three days, maybe a week doing your shit. And when it came down to like, even like, for example, somebody saying like, yo, I really fuck with your artwork. I really trust your vision. Go ahead and do your thing. Once I send that shit over, yeah, bro, I really like it. But could you do this? <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> like that defeats the whole purpose. Yeah, right? yeah nah, it's like, yo, that's like, not it. Uh, do you <coughs> like I'm good with talking to people I'm like that I'm really patient so that doesn't really buy it but that was more like majority of all the conversations that yeah. like from every it was the same conver- type, type of conversation but just different person and so like I really just got to a point where it's like I'm gonna just take the L and not really try to sell sell nobody anything because I really at this point I really just want to make more sense of it this shit myself than me trying to sell somebody I think the sell the sales will come naturally when I and building and really just putting more of my effort just trying to get this shit right, me personally. Mm-hmm. And that's how it kind of works because it's like, instead of me trying to be like, yo, bro, you see my artwork, right? Yo, so like, you want to buy this shit for like a thousand dollars, ten thousand, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not, I really don't want to do that. I, like, yo, I got a couple prints, I got some shirts, yo, they're going, like, I don't want to do that. It's that's m- interesting. Yeah. Like, so I think if you have, a, if you go into something differently and have a different energy, people will be more receptive to it in a different way. So, like, when I do one off things, I really mean like, yo, these are one-off things. I'm not doing it again because I want to move on to the next thing. And that's really how I feel. I really just want to move on to the next thing. So when I was, so, and this time, for example, from the new year to this point moving forward, I was doing a little bit of tote bags and a little bit of other things, just selling off of one-offs because. They're fire. Tote bags. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So I was doing them for like $100 a piece because they're hand-painted by me. Some of them were double-sided. Some of them I was actually just like fucking around with like actually just experimenting with and i was like yo like if y'all want them they're a hundred dollars not doing them again they're hand painted they're not reprinted if you're lucky you get them yeah if you don't hey wait on to the next thing that's a good energy and that's, that's a good energy. i feel like you should have that as like a, like as a business model like that's how i build like that's how you should build a fan base i don't know if you guys know about um you guys know my com- Yes, sir, from New Jersey. <laughs> my so, did you hear about his business model? Like, there was an interview, not an interview, but there was a, a video about his uh, business model. I won't tell you that I saw that interview, but I will tell you I noticed because I really like to study a, m- music more than a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So, my is definitely a favorite, and I noticed how he is one artist. Mm-hmm. 
We don't know his face. We don't know his real name. We don't know his birthday. Mm-hmm. He owns all his music, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And on Spotify, he's releasing albums that have been out since like 2013 at his time. He's mm-hmm. not letting anybody push when he releases his shit. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of control over his name and art. Exactly. So that's when I what I realized. So this video what I was watching was like, we should get him on the podcast. Now. I no, he's really big. Like, yeah, he's uh, he's uh, signed under Westside Guns like Griselda. Yeah, for real. Yeah, uh, like, never. Jay Z co-signed him. Like he's big. Oh he's shit! Big. So, coming like, soon. <laughs> I believe it. That would be uh, yo. Thank I you. That would be yeah. awesome. Put it out there. I believe that. I really hope so. But yeah, his uh, his model. Well, the guy who the narrator who was explaining it in his video was like. Makami sells vinyls. He could have 10 vinyls and sell them all off for $1,000. And people, to the regular eye, they'd be like, why is he doing that type of thing? He's like, look, I don't care about having millions of followers. I don't want that. If I can have 1,000 people who are buying $1,000 vinyls, that's $100,000. I'm good. Yeah. Do you understand that? He goes, and the reason for that is because I don't want to make, I don't want to, I want to provide quality and not just make quantity of yeah. shit. Yeah. So, like, now that these people are, and I look at these people as investors, so they're investing in me so I could give back quality. Yeah. Can, so, that's how I look. So, that's how I started looking at my artwork. So, I'm like. it's a great way to look at yeah, it. Yeah. So, it's like, because, you know, I always get always get asked, bro, you should do shirts. Bro, you should do pants. I'm like, that's cool. And I've done it. I've dibbled and I dabbled even way before I was doing, you know, New Help, way before I was doing that. It's fun. It's cool. But it gets to a point where it's like, all right realistically people get hyped for it they buy it and they forget about it in a week yeah right yep yeah sure. shirt, trends real shirt. come and go yeah real shit. so i'm like no i want to make something that people will always look at and have an infinite amount of time with so for example the reason why people are buying my commies a thousand dollar vinyls because they could listen to it whenever they fuck they want they could enjoy it whenever they want it's infinite happiness with it and nobody else has it. Exactly. Yes. And even if they do have it, it's like, bro, I can enjoy this whenever I want to. I'm just as happy as you are. Like, instead of paying like a $350, that's like hourly. That's an right. hourly thing. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So I want to, that's how I started looking at my artwork. I'm like, nah, I don't want to just make shit just to make shit. Like, I want to make shit with the intention that you feel my shit. Like, I don't have to say shit personally, but you look at it and you're like, fuck. You see all that needs to be said right yeah. there. I feel like yeah. when I see your artwork, that's how I, it hits me. Yeah. Like, Thank I just, you. like, I just see I'm like, what's good? <laughs> Keep that in there. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I love shit like that. Yeah. But, yeah. We don't cut shit out. It's a real shit break room. Yo. <laughs> nah, but no cap though, when I see your artwork, yeah, no cap, I really just, it just like settles with me. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Yeah. It's but, good. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, not to cut anybody off. I have two <laughs> incredible thoughts to share, bro. Share it. All right. So one was, I feel like that's definitely how it needs to be seen. Like, um, like with me personally, I always remind myself, they're not serving you. Mm-hmm. You're serving them. Like, especially dealing with social anxiety. That was one thing I had to tell myself. Um like I had a job where I was walking door to door trying to sell some stuff to people. I know exactly what Yeah, 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 yeah. I was a I was really mark a marketer and I had such a problem with bothering people, like or feeling like I was bothering people. Once they tell me no, I'm out. 
and that's like the worst thing with the job marker, like you gotta that. keep going like, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Bro, just fucking leave my and, nigga. damn right and something i learned somebody had told me was you are not annoying them you're trying to help them and like everything just because <laughs> when i knew when i heard that i'm like yo this is how I need to see life. Like, but can I can I give you another retrospective question that my art teacher told me? Yeah, bro. All right. So you guys have a podcast, obviously. We are hello everybody, break room. Yeah. So the question I want to ask you guys, and <clears throat> take as long as y'all need. There's about I like how you're asking us questions. Yeah, <laughs> we man. need that. We Very need artistic that. Shit. artistic shit, man. This is some the shit that he asked me, and I was like, bro. And meanwhile, though, everyone else in the class was really getting uptight and like personal about it. So look, there's about a thousand other podcasts like you guys. What is it about you guys that are different from the rest? Well, I feel that answer is very clear, actually. Um, <laughs> you know, first of all, first off, when people or people don't usually ask me what this is. But if I'm if I get into a conversation, conversation where I'm telling somebody about it, it's bro, we're called the break room because of the fact that in a regular job, people aren't usually allowed to talk and chills until they get in the break room. Mm -hmm. So that's the sense we like to give to people. We like people to feel like they're in a comfortable space. They could talk about whatever they want and really show how their mind works, really show who they are. And that's why you like to get people like you mm -hmm. with a mind of their own who could talk about all this stuff because it's like a trade-off in a way. It's mm -hmm. like every time we see a person like you or meet a person like you and record it's like your people watch this and then my people watch this and thomas people watch it and everybody gets appreciated it's like a collaboration i really love the idea of collaborations amen to that very right. well said that was a really good set. so yeah i we, asked that because that was a very it's a very important question for anybody's doing anything and the, anything they want to start what is it about you that sets you apart from the rest because there's a lot of fucking people out there, not just you, that are doing the same thing that you're doing. Yeah. What is it about you? Why do we have to pay attention to you? you know and besides saying? the fact of what Darian said, like where the name break room came from and like what it means. Also, like something me and Darian have talked about is that our LLC is break room media. Mm -hmm. So eventually, like we are a media company at the end of the day, like we, we produce content. And at the end of the day, we want to acquire other podcasts. We want to make this a platform and a stepping stone to create other things, like, mm -hmm. and own other things. Yeah. It's, Amen. bro. Like, oh, we could come here for this, but, like, we have merch here. We know context over here. We have a Rolodex of, oh, yeah, we have artists. We have, gal you know what I mean? Like, we are a one-stop shop eventually for bigger things. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, in my perspective, it's really all about collaboration. Like, people live their lives trying to separate and that's good because we all need to separate in some form but it's almost like too much effort is and, and thought is put into this when we were meant to interact with others we were meant to learn off other people mm -hmm. and people try to fight that but the less you fight it the more you know and the more you could do you know what i'm saying so it's like a it's like a platform where i'm allowed to talk thomas is allowed to talk and anybody who comes in is allowed to talk mm-hmm that and it's also having to do with young people it's not all young people that are on this but it's definitely all people that are not seen by enough people yet mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying 
Like, you have a dream to be very big. Uh, do you? Man, I just want to be good, man. I just want to just be, I just want to make sure I did something that was worthwhile in my lifetime, man. And I think that's big. You feel right. me? Big is what you say it is because you could say you're big because five million people say it, but there's been a lot of people who. Yeah, but that don't mean chef. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. The the day, like, it's big yeah. for you could be like 10, 20, but if you're still at five or one mil, yeah. that's not big enough. You feel like, me? like, there's, it's, it's all about loving yourself. Amen. Because if yep. you know what I'm saying, and being confident and knowing what you offer, mm-hmm. like you were just saying, really, because there could be so much people that love you, but if you don't love you, then shrug. Who cares? <laughs> what's, the, what's the point? Like, yeah, doing yeah, this? bro. Like I said, bro, if you ain't shit to you, then who you gonna be shit to? But that was a very, very interesting question, and I would like to turn it on you. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Well, <clears throat> ain't shit different. Ain't shit that I'm doing different, man. Like, <clears throat> what it makes me about different is like, I'm not really here to prove anybody, prove shit to anybody but myself. Right. Like, that's the whole point. Definitely. I'm really here just to write my fucking, you know, write my scripture, write my, you know, do what I have to do and then die. Yeah. I mean, that's so depressing, but like, straight up. Nah. Like, that like, I'm going to die. So when I die, Bro, you have something to look back on. We everybody has something to remember me by. Whether you bought something, whether you I gave you something, whether whatever, like or whether I helped you in some type of way or showed you any type of love, whether it was me giving you money because you needed help with something, or whether it's me buying you food, whether it's me smoking you out, whatever. Yeah. I wanna just be able to have the end in mind, just like yo, like I somewhat positively impact somebody <laughs> just by me coming as I am as a as, as an individual and just being, you know, you. authentically me. Like I'm not nobody else. I don't have an alter ego. I don't have a internet personality. I'm as transparent as I am as I am on the gram, as I am on fucking Twitter, as I am on fucking real life. Like, yeah, I'm a very, I'm a very social person, but at the same time, I'm a very, I'm a naturally reserved person. But the difference between me and everyone else is that I don't have to. I'm not selling you shit. I'm not, I'm not putting a fucking gimmick up. I'm not sitting here and trying to like tell you why I'm so deep and profound I'm, it's none of that shit it's either you fuck with me or you don't it is cool either way I still respect you humbly and you're still gonna do you yeah I'm still gonna do what, what the fuck makes me happy because that's just what it is that makes me happy I love art I love cartoons I love video games I don't go out yeah that's just me and I noticed you said how that's you that's beautiful exactly agreed I don't need too much to make me happy and I've I realized that like I've been around different rooms and shit like photography bro before I was doing art I've been around really rich people. I've been in cars, certain cool cars. I've been in rooms and shit. I've, you know what I'm saying? Then I've been in with people who didn't have shit. I've been in, like, but all that shit has made me very grateful. Because yeah. it's like, damn, like, these are different walks of life. And their happiness comes in different forms. And it's like, wow, this is a very beautiful thing. It's like, something it's, to see, yeah. And yeah. it teaches you early on, like, okay, maybe I actually don't really care about the cool cars. No. Oh, like, I like this. I don't really care about that. Yeah. Yeah, no, seriously. That's good, because you could be working all your life. If you did, let's say you've never been inside a Lambo, right? That's the cool car you're talking about. And, like, you work all this hard for you to finally get a Lambo. And the second you get the Lambo, you're just like, all right, that's cool. But, like, Like, next week. shit fucking sucks. Damn, the maintenance. I don't even know how to use this shit. Transmission is garbage. What the fuck? (laughs) Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you find some shit out like that, like, it must be suck. It must suck. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, no. But, you know, I don't know. And, um,. You were saying something? Oh, yeah. Um, no, nah, I really wasn't going to say anything. But just like, you know, it doesn't 
make the difference between me and everyone else is like I, I get it in this day and age where it's like you know you got to put up a front you got to put yourself out there and make yourself look like you're, you're doing something important and shit I'm like bro like yo I live in my mom's crib bro I ain't important I still drive a Toyota bro I make art out of my mom's crib for now until I get my own spot like yo y'all fuck with me because I'm really authentically me at the end of the day the reason why everyone feels is they're attracted to my art is because they have their own personal connection that's who I do it for because I myself am going through my own personal trauma and I'm not afraid to, to tell y'all and show y'all through my paintings I can write this shit out you know what I'm saying? I'm not a, I'm not a person who could sit here and be like vulnerable and you know off camera and like tell you all my shit. I could tell you, but I could show you better than I could tell you. Yeah. And that's the difference between me and everyone else, at least from my perspective, is like I'm not sitting here and trying to like make you seem like I'm cool as fuck or like you gotta rub shoulders with me, bro. Like I'm a regular ass person. I just right. you don't fuck. gotta pretend. No, I don't want to. I don't yeah. want to. Cause why? Because I want some fucking validation. Why are we you know, that's the problem with today, bro. You know, everyone's doing a lot of shit for just for validation of other people, but it's yeah. like, yo, like you need to validate yourself. For sure. And that's, and that's what's really important. That's what's gonna separate you from everyone else, bro. Like you can't sit here and, and, and seek validation from other people because you're gonna be chasing all that shit. That's that's very that's a very sheep mentality. You have to be a leader on your own, bro. Right. Like how do you cause a lot of people nowadays don't even know what the fuck they want. So what the fuck are you like chasing all this validation for? Definitely. You know what I'm saying? You need to put your fucking foot down. And be able to, like, yo, like, I'm going to create this realm for myself. It may not be cool right now. It may not be, you know, respected. But in due time, give us a couple times, you'll get to flowers. Yeah, you know definitely. For real. Like, that's what I've learned. And that just genuinely just being around all my other friends, just seeing what the fuck they're doing, bro. Like, just recently, like, my boy uh, at the, the event, mm-hmm. my boy uh, Salvatore, Miguelone, Miggy, <laughs> bro, He's the hardest fucking worker I've ever met, bro. Really? Hardest fucking worker. The better, bro. The best artist, bro. On a technical aspect, better than me. And I will fully admit. He he was telling me, you know, pull me aside. Be like, yo, don't be saying that type of shit like that. But I'm like, nah, bro. Technical, you're the best fucking artist. Yo, you're the only dude I know who really, like, I watch, physically watch you and just, like, get to it. Like, yo, you really draw on shirts with, like, no fucking up. Barely fucking up. You... Yo, you're painting all these wrestling shit. You painted, yo. Yo, those paintings were crazy. I didn't know whose they were. That was him. Right. All wow. The, that's all crazy. The shirts, all the the prints, all like him, bro. He is a hard fucking work. And those are people like that I like to be around. Those are the type of people that ground me. Do so, you have a? I'm sorry. Do you have a picture of those um those paintings by any chance? Yeah, I do. I got them over there. I'm not gonna get up. And walk. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm gonna need you to send me that later. Yeah, yeah, bro. You know, it's just being around him. Like those are the type of people I like being around because it's like, yo, they don't care. But he doesn't care about trying to be like in the in crowd. And he like, yo. The people, like, I don't know if you remember uh, his, like, the family, his, his, one of his brother came in with long hair, another one came in. Bro, they're all dope as fuck, and people would not know that because social validation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, because they don't have that, the following. But, but, bro, little do you know, like, his cousin Taylor's pants, his cousin, like, make clothes, like, yeah. his brother does film. Like, yo, y'all would never know that because y'all are too hell-bent on, like, someone's follower count. Right. Or someone's, like, oh, because... They're not referencing you or because someone at, you know what I'm saying, someone at the store is not is not vouching for them. Like, bro, I'm going to tell you, yo, these are the people you really want to talk to. Right. You know what I'm saying? Fuck a follower account. Fuck all their social status shit. Yo, these dudes, get with them. Definitely. Like, I promise you. <laughs> like For sure. But, but all that to say, like, he, he grounds me because it's like, yo, he'll tell me, like, yo, your shit sucks. Get better, bro. Like, I bet. That ass? Yeah. I love that. Actually. Yeah, I love when people I would, tell us that. I love I love when people I would rather someone tell me, yo, your shit fucking sucks. Get better. 
got you, homie. Right. Yeah, but don't get disrespectful with it. But no, yeah, like don't get disrespectful. But like, I, you know, I'm I like, like the criticism. Yeah, like, you know, I mean, like if you're if you're gonna get disrespectful, valid. be funny about it. But yeah. Because like, I'm I'm very open to that type of shit. But like, you know what I'm saying? But be honest with it. Like, don't tell me my shit is fire. Like I don't like people who tell like I'm not saying I don't like it, but like I don't like when people tell me that yo constantly yo your shit is so fire. But but you're my expert. Thank you, I appreciate it. But like, where's my where's the constructive criticism? Like, be honest, yeah. bro. Like, come on, be real with me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I want to get better. Like, I love. Like, I, I just I like love, to hear it real. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you know what I'm saying. Like, and and that's one thing I've, I'm really coming to understanding as like as the platform grows and shit. Like, I don't want yes men around me. I want people to be like, yo, like you're kind of fucking up, or yo, like you're kind of like getting distracted. Like, yo, like you know, yeah. sit down, buckle up, and really like get to it. Like, you really got some more shit. This is a long road. You still got longevity, bro. Like, get to it. Right. You know what be- I mean? Like, that's the type of people I want to be around with. Like, I usually like when I hear something very real that makes me, might make me feel uncomfortable or whatever, because usually I'm doing that to myself. Like, I'm giving myself criticism. Usually somebody could be complimenting me, and the whole time I got a whole different picture in my head. Like, I know what I want to fix in it. You know what I'm I saying? Have a question, though. Have you ever been in a room, as an example, I'm just, I'm just going to throw a random, like, creative scenario. Have you ever been in a room, for example, with someone who's, like, I guess, clouded up? And they're making music and like everyone's like, yeah, bro, this is fire. And then you're like the only odd, oddball in the room is like, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. And everyone kind of looks at you like, bro, why are you hating? I'll be honest. Like, I'll be honest. I've actually gotten like a lot of recommendations from my boys or something like, mm-hmm. like, yo, you should put this nigga on like his shit hard. Like he got a whole lot of followers. I'm yeah, like, you're just like, mm. yeah, I'm like, bro, honestly, is the work good? It's yeah, like, it's music music hit though? translate. Like I could yeah. be really picky, you know? Cause that's good to be picky. Bro. Yeah, continue to be picky. Fuck what anyone has to say. I, I, the one thing I don't like is like that that shit. That's like, yeah, bro, my boys, he got all these followers, bro. He can get you like Mac. I'm like, yo, but like, niggas work sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's cool, I guess, but it's not my cup of tea. And like, you know, like me personally, I do want to be acknowledged. I do want to be appreciated. You know, um. But I won't force it. I won't force the turn up. Shout out yo, to Ezra. People, yo, people will respect you because of that. Like they may give you naturally, for it, but they will respect you because, like, oh, right, you know, he's honest though. At least he's fucking honest. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd rather people fuck with me because I'm honest and mean than sugar coating. Like, yeah, bro, like this is the greatest episode. There, yeah, bro, this is going viral. Like, oh my god, <laughs> I don't like that. Like, like yo, tell me that shit sucks, bro. Just tell them the shit sucks. Tell them you don't like it. Tell them what they could do better. I mean, don't be a dick about it. But be honest, like, yo, like, I don't like it. I don't like the way you came in. Can you, like, you know, this sounds better if you did that. You know, just, you know what I'm saying? I'm just adding to the example. Makes it way easier for everybody. Yeah. But sometimes, do you feel like you struggle with telling people what it is? Like, you see their work. It's your boy. He just said, yo, I worked 10 hours on this. Hell no. Because (laughs) as my boy Miguel, for example, he'll send me music because he makes music, too. Um, you know, he'll send me music and sometimes I just don't reply because it's like, uh, <laughs> no, straight up, I'll be honest. Like, yo, I, I really ain't shit. Like I'm, I'm genuinely not shit for it. But you know, if he, you know, there's some in the bunch where he'll send me and I'll be like, oh, there, you know, I actually like this one. I, you know, I don't really like this, but, I, but I like the fact that you you keep going. I love the fact that you keep going and that's all that matters. Cause if you think it's good, fuck my opinion. Yeah. That that's all it comes down to. Like facts. And that's literally all I say. Like if I say. For example, like if you made if you made a song, right, and he likes it, but I don't, I'm like, yo, I don't like it personally. I don't like the way you came in. I feel like the timing of it, maybe your voice, the voice to the beat doesn't really match up. 
But other than that, if you really like it and you still want to put it out, fuck my opinion. It's my unpo- unpopular opinion at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, that's just how I feel about it. But just take that as you will. That's it. That's See, it. See, that's that's a good way to look at it. And I feel like, um, you know, we could be blinded by our feelings a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's just hard sometimes. You got to take things with a grain of salt sometimes. Yeah. Like, like this person actually told me. We could think, wow, this person told me my shit sucks or we could think wow this person really told me the truth Mm. you know what i'm saying is the glass half full or half empty it's all in perspective perspective is quite simply (laughs) yo i got another question go ahead i may have an answer (laughs) (laughs) so when do you feel like you'll know like damn like you know what like i actually kind of did it like i'm an artist and i'm like this is like what would it be like when you have a billboard like a crazy mural when you got your mama crib like when do you feel like you'll be able to say like damn like yeah when would you like, feel accomplished like fuck anything else no matter what like i nothing in the day if i were to die tomorrow like i actually did what i said i was gonna do and i became an artist bro the day <sighs> Man, that's a good it's, ass it's, question it's never really it's not on some like material wealth it's never yeah. really on some like having billboards because i know i'm gonna have billboards i know i'm gonna be like I just have this feeling that I'm going to be, like, on some random shit, a voice actor, because I, I feel like I have a voice for it. I feel like I'm, Same. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to be on, like, some random billboards for, like, clothing brands for some odd fucking reason. don't know why. But I know I made it when I could just give my mom and my aunt bread and be like, well, mostly my mom, just give her my mom bread and be like, look, you ain't got to, like, I told you. That's it. I told you. Yeah, all the all those all those times of me in your living room fucking up your table with mad paint, uh, fucking up the wall with paint and shit. Like it's paid off. Yeah, you're good. That's it. Like, yeah, mom, I got a billboard. Yeah, I got statues. But as long as she's taken care of and everyone else in my family is taken care of, I'm good. Yeah, I don't care about anyone else. I don't like. Obviously, I care about people, but I don't care about anything else but like my immediate family. Yeah, like, definitely straight up. Like I don't. I'm not doing it for nobody else. I'm just doing it for them and just doing it for myself and my my angel, my my, my mom's ex, the Caesar. Okay. Yeah, because uh, he was really my like backbone into a lot of my creativity and shit. Yeah. Oh really? Like how? Like what would you say? So like, like he like he inspired you or he put you on so, stuff? No, no, no. So uh, brief history. Um, these are his rings that he. This is the only like memorabilia that I have of him. Yeah. Uh, so this ring in particular, he gave this to my mom. Uh, like not, I think it was proposed, kind of proposed, because it has like my birthday on it, like in 2004. I wasn't born in 2004, but he gave this around the time before he passed on for having a tumor behind his eye before he wow. went back to DR. Yeah, um, he would like my mom was very, like I said, she was very work, very work oriented, very hardworking woman. So she didn't really think that like being creative is money's involved to that. So he was more like the guy. He was more like, even though he was like a stepfather figure, he was more of a father figure to me in my eyes because he was always very pushing me to like express myself. He was very like for me to be open about it. Like, yeah, like yo, you want to play GameCube to me with me? Cool, let's play GameCube, man. You want to do that? Come on, let's do that. You want to make a paper plane? Yo, you want like he was very open. Like, he was very he pushed me to be that. That's tough. Yeah, yeah. So for me, looking that up before he passed away, that very it traumatized me. It still does, but it traumatized me because it was like, damn, like. There was the only dude in my life, only father figure in my life that really pushed me to really, like, allow me to be who I really, really wanted to be growing up. <clears throat> and I took that as, like, yo, I got to do this for you. And he was really the reason. He was really the blueprint 
for New Hell to came to be because before I drew the characters, I was drawing like the circle with the faces, but I would drew the whole body. Like I have, I drew a whole picture in my whole sketchbook with him, like a picture of me and him. Like he was holding me like as if like he used my own. Like he really embraced me. He really embraced me just like, he, I feel like he knew what I was going to be way before like it even happened. Like he saw yeah. it in you before you saw it in yourself. Yeah. Had the and, I, and I loved him for that. And I really loved the type of character he was because even though he was going through a lot of pain, a lot of suffering behind closed doors, doing, going through the chemotherapy, going through, just through all this bullshit, he never showed me an ounce of pain. Never. You never saw it in right? Never. Yo, he, I, I, my earliest memories of him was him laying on, on the bed and uh, coming off from chemotherapy and, like, me visibly seeing how, like, how much, like, he was very uncomfortable. But the minute he saw me, Yo, the brightest fucking smile that lit up the whole room, bro. And I, like, I shed tears to this day about it. Like, birthdays don't feel the same without him. Like, all that. But he never, he never showed that. And I loved him for that. I loved him for that. Because he taught me a lot. of, And that's really what New Hell is. Is, like, no matter what, all the pain and all the bullshit he's going through, like, he's still able to find the heaven. Like, he, he, he just created that, that, that serenity. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I loved him for that shit. Like, and that's what I do it for. Yeah. And, And and for me, I I'm living through that through him and kind of like giving him through like through him. I mean, he's living through me, and I'm trying to give that to my mom. Like I'm trying to like like yo like this Let is it what out. yeah like this is what he wanted me to do for you. Like this is what he would want. Facts, not what you want, but this is what he would want. And right. I'm living through him for that. Right. And that's real shit. That's powerful. Yep. Yeah, that's my guy for real, man. I love him. Like I, I that's why I feel so protected. That's why I feel so blessed that people really like come out the woodworks and really open up about the way they feel and the shit that they go through because of their artwork. And that's like, yo, like little do you know, like I'm going through the same shit. Right. I'm just not, I'm not really telling you, but I'm, I'm artistically telling you. you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really like what it kind of was like early stages way before I was even doing this shit. Yeah. That's my God. Rest in peace, man. Facts, bro. Rest in peace, Caesar. Mm -hmm. Rest in peace, Caesar. I, um, I tend to think in that way too. Like, um, Really kind of sentimental, sentimental. I hold value to things mm-hmm. that could be so little to anybody else. Like when I was a kid, for example, my dad is actually a reformed drug addict. Mm. So it, would, it was always around me. Like I would always see certain things. But as a kid, I didn't know shit that was going on. Like he tells me he went to over 30 rehabs uh, in his lifetime. Oh and I've seen him at rehabs but i just thought it was the hospital like he fell down and busted his lip or some shit you know you're impressionable at that age you know what i'm saying and whenever i would see him there would sometimes he would be gone for a month you know some months and i would just think he's at the hospital getting better and then he would come back and he would always greet me with like the biggest smile and it's like you know things like that they have a staple in your mind and everything you do. And I actually feel like that's part of the reason you're very confident because you know, there's more to this than what everybody else is looking at it for. Bro. It's bro. This art shit is bigger than me. It's bigger than life. You know, this podcast is bigger than you guys. Then you know it. Yeah. Yeah. Have that mindset. Like, yo, this is bigger. Once you, once you realize that, bro, Everything else opens up for you. The world. Nah, is this in podcast your hands. is literally bigger than me. Like more followers than everything than me. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> you just made a new Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, bro, I hate that. I, that's gotta suck. Making right, bro. And that, it sucks, but personally, I don't really care. Like this is really like breaking was really what I like. This is his Instagram. Yeah, this is really what I like. Like yeah. this is what makes me happy. 
yeah, no. like fuck i don't care if i get like 10 likes on my personal i want like the focus on that you feel me yeah, yeah. yo man that's beautiful bro as long as you put that soul focus bro it's gonna translate anything that you do is gonna take a while for people to catch up you know and regardless that is. and regardless like even if you, you're not doing it for people but is it whatever that you do like the minute that you stray away from the path of what everyone else is on i think the audience would cut out when i did that it was cool but um you know the minute you stray away from the the pack you know, people are going to look at you like, oh, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, you know how it goes. Mm-hmm. It's like, for an example, like you, you tell everybody about this one artist, and then two years later, everyone's on the artist. Right. And now you're looking at them like, <clears throat> fuck you. Yeah, like, yeah. yo, like, yo, y'all are some fucking, you know what? Hey, yo, yo, go ahead. Enjoy it. Bro. Yeah. Enjoy that's it. how I know I'm cool, though, because yeah. y'all fucking with it, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then they look at you like, man, no, no, bro. I'm like, oh. Word. Right. But like six months ago, you were just saying he was whack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's funny. The one thing about those tables, turn, right? Yeah, right. word. <laughs> like, but t- tables do turn. That's how, that's how it is for everyone on their path, bro. So like anyone out there who's doing what they're supposed to do, bro, yo, keep at it. I know it fucking sucks right now, whatever that you're doing, but yo, you got to learn how not to give up. You got to learn persistence. Everything is all repetition, no matter what it is, whether you're practicing your shot in the court, whether it's getting better at creative writing, whether it's doing podcasting, whether it's doing drawing, everything is all repetition. Like you have to keep repeating it, not repeating it, but you have to keep working, practicing. practicing. Yeah. yeah skill. What's next? It's a skill. You got to keep What's developing. Next? Yeah. Because there's always room to grow and don't, and don't ever think that you're, you're too good for shit. Don't ever think that you're too much of an ace. Cause that's not the case, bro. Even even the best of people are still learning. Facts. Yeah. Those the best are, of pe- the best of people always are learning. Yeah, and that's the minute the- you keep yourself open, once you open yourself to the to the frequency of learning and being open to receive more knowledge, I'm telling you, that's when more op- opportunities and more things start to happen for you. You can't act like you can't act like you 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 know it all. I don't know shit. I still don't know shit. If I right. go back into photography, <laughs> there's still things in photography that I still don't fucking know. There's still things that I'm still working with. Like if I'm in a studio using artificial lighting, still don't know, but I work with what I got. You know what I'm saying? There's still more things in art that I still don't fucking know. Like there's still like mediums that I still haven't touched yet. You know? What right. I mean? But I'm not gonna act like oh well I'm good in this area. I'm not gonna have to, I'm not gonna ever touch that. Like right. Nah, be open to that shit. Even if even if you come to find out afterwards this is not your cup of tea. That's fine. At least you. At know. least you try. Yeah, facts. exactly. And that's all that counts. Yeah, that's all that counts. Like, um, I didn't want to. I don't know how much of a deviant or how much this would deviate, mm-hmm. but I feel like personally, for me, I was always the type of person like you, where, like in business, I don't want to. I don't need to advertise myself. I don't need to say this and that. Mm-hmm. To get people going. I don't need to say what somebody wants me to say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So back to that job again, I feel like it actually helped me to see a kind of beauty in business because of how much parts of yourself. Yep. Not actually, put, pick up the mic a little bit. Yeah. Because of how much parts of yourself it makes. Well, me personally, how much parts it makes me fight. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, I don't want to. I don't want to say this shit again. They already said no. They're already giving me this face before I even said what I'm here for. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I got to keep going. Yeah. And it translates. Everything in this life, I feel, translates in some funny ass way. And it's like, it's up to you what you'll let those things do to you. Like, will you let this put you down? Will you let it make you keep going? Will you let it push you more to be who you are? 
hard times create experiences and good times are memories. You know what I'm saying? I think that makes sense. I forget. Yeah. yeah, no, that was good. Nah, I, I, know, I forgot the saying. It was something like that. It's, it's like, something like that. Hard times make like good people or something. No, no, no. Hard times create our ex- learning experiences. Like you learn from your hard times and then actual, like when you're having good times, that's just creating memories. It's, I forget. I literally saw this shit two days ago. Something like, sweet like that. <laughs> <laughs> something <laughs> sweet like some that. Some cool little fairy tale thing. Like <laughs> no, nah, but you know. <laughs> and on that note, or do you got a question? Yeah, it was actually the last question I had for you today. Ooh, go ahead. Come on. Let's make it. It's nothing crazy. Yeah, it's really nothing crazy. I actually (laughs) was your, your, because you were talking about um, alter egos earlier. You said something very little about alter egos. Yeah. And I know how you have an artist name that you brought up at the beginning of this. Yeah. It's O-Jiggies, correct? Yeah, it's it's Jiggies. Jiggy. But it's, you know, I don't have the fucking name yet, but... Right. I just went along with it and said, ah, cool, whatever. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay, so that was just some freestyle shit, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, look, look, look. I had a feeling. You know you, I really look, 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 had a look, look, feeling. Look, look, look. You, know, you know where the name really came from? Oh, yeah, we should have asked that, like, where the name come from, right? <laughs> look, so the name came from... That's the clip. To all my... To all my nerds out there. So... <laughs> Yo, no hesitation, bro. No hesitation. <laughs> no hesitation. So... I used to play a lot of Call of Duty. Okay. Still do. You know, catch me on Warzone, get your ass kicked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta drop the name for the people. Jiggies, that's my name. Oh, shit. Right. It's my PSN name. But that's really where it came from. <laughs> that's my PlayStation name. Really? And you just. Bro, well, how'd, how'd, you, wait, how, how'd you think of it for your PlayStation? So, no, nah, my boy. Uh, my boy way back so we we used to uh do competitive not competitive sniping but we used to like go on model for three lobbies model for two lobbies and get like feed get you know try to stack kills and shit like so like you know get the feed going and then we get clips and then try to go do for montages so he was like yo why don't you like let me make you a name and so you so therefore when i like so you have a clean name so therefore when it so it looks good when it like when it stacks the kill feed and then you know whatever so i was like all right cool so he was like so he comes back. He's like, "Yo, I found you an OG name." He was like, "What?" I was like, "It's Jiggies." I was like, oh. "It's a tough name." I was yeah. like, "I like that, low key." I was like, "Yo, that reminds me of Banjo Kazooie." Like, that's what they right. used to collect. The, the puzzle pieces were Jiggies. Yeah. So I was like, "Yo, oh, okay, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah." So I was like, "Yo, that's actually fire." I like that. So then, ever since that, just how it became like back in the PS3 days and shit. I was used to be on Mono for three. I still got the clips to this day, bro. Like on my PS3, I just gotta hook my shit up. Fact. So that's where it came from, and then I, ever since then, that just became my my instagram name and then that's just like then when i started doing art i was just like yeah i mean i'm too lazy to change it i don't feel like having this doing all this extra shit i, I can't even use my real name so i'm just put it that way and that's how it came to be and then now everyone's like oh it's jiggies that's old jiggies and i uh, just call me julius man <laughs> <laughs> facts cool. facts and um like i feel like the best uh artist names are made with the simplest types of stories mm-hmm like the simplest types of stories follow right behind because um like that that's yeah. a perfect example me personally uh when i immerse myself more into like artistry and creating my own more of my own stuff yeah i already know what my name would be it'll be arian it's my name without a d and there's actually a lot of interesting history behind the name yeah but I will leave people to look that up. And that yeah. definitely probably concludes this. <laughs> <laughs> and 
we're yo we're very thankful that you came on yeah very for real, bro that, really appreciate you coming no i'm grateful that you guys allowed me to come here and you know sit here and talk talk some shit with y'all facts you know like, facts. it's a very it's a great great fucking pleasure to be here and amongst other creatives like-minded individuals that you know what i'm saying on the same type of frequency that i'm on and you know vice versa and it's just beautiful to finally see other people you know come together i know we're in a state and well not really in the state but we're in the area where it's kind of hard for people not hard but a lot of people have like people make it hard yeah because you know they, they're too cool or it might affect their little like ego or oh you know you know how it go you know how this shit yeah and how that fuck shit yeah that <laughs> fuck shit. you know how you know people get when it comes to like these like oh this doesn't really fit with my aesthetic it doesn't fit with this or Bro, we all here for the same reason. At the end of the day, we're all here for the same purpose. We all we're not trying to be regular. We all not regular. We all have the same goals, at least for the most part. We have the same goals outside of what we're trying to do, outside of our normal day to day lives and shit. We're all trying to do something bigger and trying to do something better with ourselves. And it's very important that we create the community and do it now while we have the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's not a lot of shit going on here. A lot of all the shit is up north. A lot of shit is in New York and. Nobody really wants to do that shit no more. Right. Nobody wants to go out there and travel, so why not, you know, have it over here? Yeah, have it where you can. Just do it wherever. You yeah, know what man. I'm saying? It's very important. You can spend, like, we, this was a definitely a main theme of today's episode, but mm. you could spend your whole life saying, oh, I can't do that because of this. Oh, I can't do that because of that. I don't have enough money for this. Figure out how you're gonna get you some money bro, there, for it. Yo, you know what I'm one saying? Thing I've learned. I know we're supposed to end it, but the one thing I've learned, bro, for <clears> someone, <throat> for someone who doesn't didn't have a lot of money, like I said, I, and it goes back to the photography aspect, bro. I've traveled to California. I've traveled to Las Vegas. I've traveled to many places. Like I said, been in different rooms with little to no money. I don't even know how the fuck I've even met people that made, that, that I met. And I'm not even gonna sit here and tell you who I met, but. The, photo, the the shit that I was able to create is phenomenal with like having $600, $300 to my name, being 500 fucking miles somewhere else. Yeah. And the one thing I've learned is like, yo, if there's a will, there's a fucking way. There's no fucking way that you can tell me otherwise. I've Facts. done created, I've done even fast forward painted with little to no money. And the shit that you be seeing in, in, the, in the storefront, the shit that you be seeing when I post it, the shit that you be seeing, like the digital 3D shit. Little to no bread. Facts. And that's because I've come with the intention like, yo, I I actually have a vision and I'm willing to work with you. And then when that time comes, when I do have the bread, I'm paying you. But if I could do something now for you, let me know. Like, I could still show that love. It doesn't have to be currency. It doesn't have to be like, yo, if you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could point you in the direction of someone who knows something that you may not know. Or I could put you in the direction of somebody, you know, that that has a that has a talent or not a talent has something that you're not very skilled on just yet but they could do it right now you know what i'm saying if there's a will there's a way definitely and no and that's really the power of the mind like yo you (laughs) could get shit done with little to nothing yep like like i'm so grateful that i that i'm not rich right now me too i'm so grateful that i'm not clouded up right now you know why yeah it's because i've done so much crazy work so much things with little to nothing like I, right. I've, I've painted without an easel. I've been painting on the floor for two years. Wow! It just shows how hungry you are for it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, like, yo, I've met people, took photos of people who I never thought I was going to meet. I, I've created work with people who I've never thought I was going to create work with. I've met people I've never thought like, bro. It's really all in the power of your mind. If you think, if you believe that you can do it, 
bro, some God spirit, whoever that you believe in is going to put you into that position. Yeah. And, and it's really just the art of just getting into that flow state. The art of just doing, bro. And, and right. it happens. It happens. You did want to talk about that flow state. Yeah, yeah flow state, <clears throat> really just in short, just flow state is just being, it's just, you know, flow state is just being in the creative, is the Tao moment. So the Tao is just, no, I think I'm saying that completely backwards. I, ooh. I think I'm saying it backwards. Yeah, you got to episode six. We still on episode one, Brody. <laughs> <laughs> no, this state of flow is, is just is really just uh, blocking everything out around you and just being in in the in the center of now, like just being in the moment now. Like there's you're not worried about who's messaging you on Instagram. You're not worried about who's what your you know what your parents are. You're not worried about anything. You're you're more focused on. The work that's in front of you, that's happening right here, right now. And that's yeah. the state of flow. Right. And it's very easy to break the state of flow because, you know, obviously outside distractions, but you can minimize those distractions and it's easier to get into the state of flow. I, I'll send you all the links to these videos, bro. Like, I, this is all I watch. Yo, definitely, definitely. Um, but basically, it's really simple when you when you put it all in one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's like all these like in-depth, like 20-minute videos, but it's really just simple. Like, yo, like, cut off all distractions just make sure you create your own environment for you to be into the state of flow. That's it. Like right. you create your best work when you're in the, the state of flow and that's yeah. what the flow is. We'll definitely talk about that a little more, mm-hmm. but for now, thank you for coming to the break room.